Welcome to Casperger's episode four. I'm here today with one of my best friends in the fucking world, Omen Mansori, one of the funniest humans I've ever met in my life. He laughs at all of my jokes, but also calls me out on all my bullshit. He's one of the most genuine people I've ever met, and everything he ever says to me is fucking hilarious. So, we've been talking about doing a podcast together for years, but he's about as lazy as I am. So, uh, we never did anything. But now he's the lazy one, and I'm better than him because I started a podcast. You set me up for failure over there, dude. <laughs> I'm not that funny. No, you have to live up to it now. Alright. I masturbate in traffic sometimes. Is My little sister's FaceTiming me. and Yeah, tell her not now. Okay. Sarah, I'm recording a podcast with my friends, so I'm going to call you later. Stop dressing like a thug. What's the matter with you? Take those whooping things out, guys. I'm going to get the one. <laughs> no, someone tried to fight me today in the Uber. Was, in the Uber? In the Uber. Uber and pool? it was really weird. Yeah, and he was with his girlfriend, and he was one of those, like, Chicano guys. And he was really little, too. And I could look at him, and I just knew that if we had gotten out of the car, I would have been laughing. I would have used one hand and beat his ass laughing while I was doing it. But, you know, I can't, I got a lot to lose at the moment, so I can't really just be doing that anymore. Yeah, that's another thing that comes along with age. We used to just, like, beat people up. Dude, I used to try to fight people for no reason. And if I had a bad night, or if I did something wrong, I would, like, subconsciously punish myself by getting in a fight with multiple people that would jump me. So I could beat <laughs> up, and I could go back to those people and be like, look, I got what I deserved, because that was easier than apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> that was some deep shit. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. I mean, I would never do that mm-hmm. because I never deserve anything bad. I'm, everything I do is right. <laughs> you are the epitome of like all the sociopaths, main sociopathic main characters of TV shows like Archer, the Rick from Rick and Morty. Um, so you're saying I'm a cartoon? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So I got, so I was in Uber and he was like, and we were talking about like Thanksgiving or something. And I was like, so what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? And his girlfriend was like, well, we, and then he cuts her off and we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. I'm not Christian. And I just went, oh, well, me neither. I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> so he goes, he got offended because me and the Uber driver started laughing. And I don't know what the, and like, and so. I love when people get angry because. They don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yo, you calling me stupid? Because I feel really stupid right now. And I don't like it. So he goes, he goes, yo, what's that supposed to mean, yo? Like, you trying to talk shit? And I was like, oh, my God. I'm so happy my fucking, that my destination's coming up. And then I was like, all right, dude. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. He goes, no, fuck that shit. You can, I don't like these pussy niggas talking to me like that. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. I was about to, if I had actually this beer and a half in me, I probably would have been like, pull over Pull over right now. I don't care about anything. I want to throw it all the win- out the window. I want to slam his head in the concrete. Yeah, it's funny how much you're willing to risk as a man. For ego. Yeah. Just, he called me a name. I have to hurt his face. Yeah. That's like the biggest problem in the world, I think. Ego? Yeah. Well, men, the male ego is more dangerous than a female ego. Female ego isn't. A, a big female anything. ego will be fucking annoying and irrational and illogical and stupid. But a male ego will be murderous, rapey. But yeah, dude, it was just it's just weird. Like lately I've been avoiding fights with people I know I can beat up and I 
and it's like it's cool but i just don't like it especially if i'm like with a girl or something and no matter how much they hate to admit it like girls don't like when you back down from a fight whether you can win or not like it doesn't matter. i disagree no dude the girls will be like that was the mature thing to do blah 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 but still if you beat their ass they can no i've had, like, I've had girls like cut me off cuz they're like you almost fought someone yeah well no off. they cut you off because you have a repetitive pattern for your behavior, you act reckless. You act reckless again and again and again, and then that's the last straw. No, I don't get a chance to be repetitive. They just, you know, it la- like every. I wouldn't say relationship lasts like a couple days, maybe like a week. It's so sad that you consider that a relationship. You live in your own world. Well, I don't know what word. To Actually, call it. it's not sad. It's the opposite of sad. It's amazing, in a positive way. Yeah, I think um, that's why you're happy. Even though you're hella depressed, this is why you're happy. I'm as happy as I can possibly be. We do. We've been friends for so long. You've like adopted my speech patterns. Like you do. Like you pause in the middle of sentences. It's emphasized when you're gone. When I don't see you for a long time, <laughs> I do that. Like that. Exactly. You see, I did that on purpose. But you see, you pause like abnormally long. You like. I be, well, like, what, yeah, what, I ran over a girl last night and she's dead. I'm like, what happened? You're like, well, yeah, that, what, so I was driving. That's what I'm telling stories because I'm trying to like figure out – I'm trying to like decipher which part is like the important and entertaining just part. Just say the story. And Think what, while you speak. But that's then, but, no, but then I'll say just like, oh, also I was wearing blue shoes at the time. You're like, blue shoes, you don't want to wear those out because they're suede and then I don't want people to step on them because I don't know how to clean shoes. And I'm, look, I'm wearing these. See, during that story, you should have paused to think what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I guess that, damn, the I pause did. is, but no, I pause it in between. Like I edit the fuck out of this podcast, and when I listen to it, I'm like, dude, I fucking pause, and I am doing it now, and it's a, it see, bothers normal me. Normal humans pause for a second or two. You pause for like 15 seconds, and then it came to a point where I'm like, I'm, I feel weird. I feel weird. No, you make me story feel weird. storytelling aside, though. You, you say I, that I, I you say that I pause too much during stories. Anything I'm like, hey, so when are we gonna meet up? Um, and you're like looking at your fucking phone or doing whatever, and then you answer like way you pause for way too long, dude. It's just not normal. You're the only human I've ever met. Only human I've met like a panda once. In. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm thinking about shit that isn't relevant. I'm, Dude, I was. That's why I'm such a bad driver too. Cause I do. I fucking get in accidents almost all the time. I believe it, and I, I feel like you're the kind of person that'll get in an accident and then be like, oh shit, and drive away. But oh shit. No, I'm like, fuck, dude. Why did you? I'm not. No, absolutely not. Do you? No matter. Even if it's your fault, do you blame the other person? Legally. Right. I mean, you. Legally, of course, yes. of course, to your friends, you will accept the blame. But I'm saying, dude, this one time, so I had just totaled this car. <laughs> Yo, so this one time, all right, I had just met this girl. I had got my hands on some quaaludes because Wolf of Wall Street just came out. I remember, and I had when a friend you took some quaaludes. Yeah, I had fr- apparently they make them in South uh, Africa, and I had a friend there, and I was fucked up on quaaludes until the next morning. And um, I slept over at this girl's house. We didn't hook up or anything. We didn't kiss or anything. We just, I just went back to her place. We fell asleep. I woke up the next morning, still fucked up on quaaludes. And I was going to take her to lunch. And so I start, and, and she was like, do you want me to drive? And I'm like, no, I got it. It's fine. And this is, I think this is, 
No, this is right at the cusp of when I realized that I should not own a car after this. So uh, I had this, my engine blew up in my Lexus. That was not my fault at all. It just happened. Thank God I wasn't there. I'd fucking be on the news. ISIS claims engine blown up. It didn't blow up. It just started smoking. I know. For the sake of humor is why I mentioned it. It wasn't funny. I I regret it. And I need to change the intro that I gave you because of that sentence. (laughs) All right, go. I need to make a new podcast for what you just said. That's a lower brow version of this one. Which is already very lowbrow. Isn't that what is lowbrow even? Because think about it, like cavemen. Like, I don't know, but I just have that, <laughs> like cavemen. Their eyebrows yeah, like. I, oh, 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 you know? I guess. I guess you're but, right. You know, and look, when people when they're matter of factly, they raise their eyebrows when they know a bunch of facts. Like, well, did you know that the Caspian Sea was sold? To yeah, look Russia? at this highbrow motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean. So, that's the, no one's ever told me. I Honestly, kind of I like how that sounds to the point where I don't want to question it, and I'm not willing to look into it, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Well, I just gave you yeah. the logic. Well, thank you. I appreciate right. that. Anyways, there's a sharp turn. going. She lived in my apartment complex, and so my house is like a fucking few doors down, and I go grab my car keys. I'm driving. I have a, I have a lease Lexus because mine was in the shop, and they gave me like this loaner, like $80,000 hybrid it wasn't that nice, but it was like brand new, but it was cool. And then I tried to fucking, dude, I was trying to make this turn and like, I th- I was like trying to impress her or something by like trying to make a noise and I made like a sharp turn and I just went directly into the curb and fucking totaled the car and we weren't hurt or anything. It's just like the movie Wolf of Wall Street where I, I was, I, I was like you. shaking and like, Wiggling and stuff. I thought you were acting until. Oh yeah, I did quaaludes more than once, huh? I remember. I thought I literally thought you were just being a douchebag, like oh, I'm being the movie. And then I saw way too much for that. I'm like, no, that doesn't just happen. You fell out of your chair, and like I, it would be one thing you fell out of your chair and you landed safely. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, we were at Dom's house in Chuck. San Diego, yeah. When I first met, that was my dude, first time meeting Dom too. Dude, you fell out of your chair and your head smacked the fucking ground <laughs> in a way that no one would naturally just do. You know, I mean, like, on purpose. You fucking... I was just trying to be cool. And then your fucking blood started coming out of your mouth. And then you smiled in the creepiest way. You're like, I'm fine. And there was I don't like remember any of this. Teeth. I don't remember this at all. And then we put you in the fucking back of the car and you fell asleep. And then you start breathing all heavy. And then you woke up, you were perfectly fine. Yeah, I remember waking up and being like, what happened, guys? And... It was, I, there was a lot more to it than that, but I was in a drunk-induced, drunken phase for like I guess a that's year or just... two. Yeah, I wish I remembered that story a little better. Along with every other story in my life. I fucking hate that. I think my lack of recollection from a lot of memories is uh, the reason why I can be depressed sometimes. Not Dude, I feel depressed. like the reason that I'm not depressed is because I don't remember so much that I don't have enough to regret. Well, no, because I have a lot of good memories that I could laugh at. Even the shit I regret, I'm like, well, that was funny. But I do get depressed about how much I don't remember. When I see people from the old days, I'm like, they tell me stories and I'm like, I feel like I'm making this memory up or you're, I don't know. Let me tell you this story. So I fucking fucked that car up. Um, A cop came and the girl I was with was cool as fuck and talked to the cop for me. And I was like, oh yeah, this, I was like, here's a story. This van cut us off and blah, blah, blah. And she was cool about it. And uh, we still ended up going to get lunch, uh, but I fucked that up somehow on another. That that wasn't enough to fuck it up. Let's talk about that, by the way. Put a pin in that. No, Let's no, no. About, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to let you finish. You're not letting me finish. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. 
But I want to talk about dates we fucked up because that's been happening a lot recently. All right, go on, finish. This. Okay, so yeah, my entire life, and then also, <laughs> uh, so, so I, I, the car's destroyed. I, I just get a speeding ticket, and then I'm fucking shaking, and I remember, or I had a severely bruised foot because I tried to kick the shit out of my friend, and it just hit his elbow, mm-hmm. and didn't phase him at all, and fucked my foot up, <laughs> and I was wearing a. A doctor's coat and walk around with a cane. None of that's relevant, but that's funny to imagine. And I was on Quaaludes. So, anyways, I had to, they get the, the, the car towed back. And I'm like, yeah, so I'm guessing you're not going to give me another loaner. And the guy, like, laughs. Like, nope, <laughs> absolutely not. I'm like, all right. So I go over to Enterprise, which I'm now banned from. Wait, they give me, they give me a loaner and... I, I go over to my friend's house, and as I'm pulling out, I fuck. This is the next day. I I'm pulling out. I scrape the fuck out of this Acura, and then I text my friend. This guy in a truck sees it, so I'm like, oh, I'm I'm gonna go pretend to write a note. So I faked writing a note and stuck it in the the windshield, and then I left to go, you know, go about my day. I texted my friend whose house I just left, like, haha, I just scraped the fuck out of this car. But he laughed back. And then, uh, like 15 minutes later, he calls me and he's like, dude, that was Shaw, this, uh, John Shaw, this good, great guy. <laughs> I just, I just met him at, at my friend's house. He's like, dude, that was Shaw's car. You got to come back here now. And I was Shaw. like, fuck. And, uh, so I drive back and, um, I get out and he's fucking furious. And, <laughs> I, I like I, I like get out of the car and I'm I'm about to apologize and he's like he's fucking fuming he's like don't try to fucking act hard with me and I'm like no 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 I'm not acting hard at all I'm totally in the wrong here totally my bad you. I'm super sorry and I'll I'll handle this and he's like why the fuck would you do that what the fuck's wrong with you and I'm like I didn't know it was your car man I'm sorry and he's like why would you do that to anyone's car and I'm like because I'm fucking selfish. <laughs> And then, he, and then he, I saw his shoulders physically relax, like, okay, <laughs> I mean, fuck this guy, but let me tell you a story. At least, at least he, and then, and then, uh, I hand him some money and then, and then he was like relaxed and I was like, yeah, I'm my bad. And then shout out to John Shaw. You know, I was in uh, Austin the other day, which is completely an irrelevant story. It doesn't pertain to what you just said at all. <laughs> Anyways. As long as it's funny. So I fucking... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not acting hard. I have a boner. All right, anyways. <laughs> um, so I went to this party with Jared, um, and we fucking got to the party, and then the guy was like, he said something. He was like, he was, yeah, man, we 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 drink beers fast over here. If you don't who like is, it, get the fuck Jared? out of here. Aspen. Who is he though? A nobody. He's gonna listen to this. Then I emphasize <laughs> nobody. No. no. <laughs> Tell, tell he me, punched tell me, me in my face. Did you know that? No. Yeah. I actually have this scar because of him. He punched me in the face and I didn't do... I immediately I said, dude, calm down. <laughs> and like, it I was, sounded I was like, like you deserved it. I... It wasn't... And look, he was like... And we got back and... yeah, I'm You're a fucking it. little bitch when you get drunk. I am the biggest... You are such a piece... You try to fight me so many times. Yeah. I'm a piece of shit all the time. Yeah. Well, so let me get away with being a piece of shit when I'm drunk. Right? I don't try to fight my friends. All right. Look, I paid the price. Can we call it even? Anyways, so... <laughs> Did you learn from it? No, I was shit-faced. Yeah, a little bit. 
Anyways, he completely, this is not the story I was going to say, but we got back and he was like all teary-eyed, like, dude, I just like, you know, I'm going through and life. And, and I was just like, <laughs> you know, oh my life. And no, and that's why I punched you in the face. And I was like, I was like, it's cool, man. Just think of all the times that I fucked up when I was drunk. And immediately his face lightened up and he sobered up and he goes, yeah, dude, fuck it. You deserve that. And I was like, fuck. I was like, God damn it. I enjoyed him feeling bad and like me like I'm so sorry and it, after I mentioned that he didn't apologize again he goes yeah dude you're a piece of shit not only that the next morning he woke up and goes yeah dude you owe me a new pair of shorts because you bled all over my shorts I'm like you're the one that made me bleed <laughs> I'm like hey I made you bleed but you got your blood on my clothes that I let you borrow so you owe me now anyways we went to this party and this guy was like hey, I'm kind of on his side there yeah of course you <laughs> fucking cheap Fucking selfish bastard. Anyways, so we went to the uh, we went to this party and this guy was like, "You say yeah, like it's a bad thing." Oh god, the fact that I even thought the fact that someone has to explain that to you <laughs> just knows that there's. I no don't point. hear any explaining because there's no point with you. There's no point because you're gonna for the sake of argument, you'll sit here until next week and be like, "Yeah, well, the reason why I'm so well, the reason why I." <laughs> Well, the reason why I ran that baby over is like, okay, get out of the road. I mean, what are you doing? Well, I was looking at my phone. It was an important test. That's a terrible example. Why would a baby be in the road? Because the fucking mother's walking it across the road. He killed the mother too. But you were looking at your phone. But you had an important text. I was probably writing a funny joke. All right. Exactly. See, this, even this hypothetical example, you're defending yourself. Even in this hypothetical example, I'm right. Okay. So we went to this party. And then this guy, he's, he said something along the lines of like... You know, yeah, we pound beers fast over here. If you don't like it, get the fuck out of here. He didn't smile or anything. That's a fucking gay thing to say. I don't know. He said something. It wasn't that. Who said that? I don't know. The guy who was throwing the party that me and Jared and like a couple of his homegirls went. I hate him. I hope something bad. That's how I felt. Did something bad happen to him? No. That sucks. Okay, but he ended up being a cool guy. Let me explain. Jesus Christ. Don't you hate when you meet like really douche no, people? No, what I hate. But they're nice to you? <laughs> no, this guy was a douche and he was very rude. Anyways, let me finish the story before I have a conniption. Anyways, so we get over there, Spell and then he says, C-O-N-N-I-P-T-I-O-N. I know how to spell connection. Anyone can fact check me. I spelled it right. Anyways. Fuck yeah. So fucking, um, we get to the uh, place, and he says that, and he says something to Jared, and we, I go up to him, and I'm like, dude, I don't like that guy who's selling the party. And he goes, me neither, dude. And then he gets in a bad drunk mood, and then I'm like, it's cool. I don't really care. And then we're outside, and he goes... Yo, man, you want to just go in there and just beat the shit out of everybody? Just me and you. Let's fuck everybody up. And I was like, teeter I was teetering along. No, that's a bad idea. That sounds like a lot of fun. I'm kind of down to get jumped. Let's just fucking break everything in there. And then he, the guy comes out and he goes, hey, why are you guys leaving? And we're like, and, my, and then I was like, ah, oh, we're just going to head out. And then, and then Jerry was like, no, man, my boy don't like the way you disrespected him. And I don't like the way he disrespected me. <laughs> and he goes like, you know what he That's said? exactly. <laughs> and then he goes, yeah, we just don't like the way you just feel like you really disrespected me and my homie. And so he goes, he goes. It's a good thing Jerry's a really good fighter because he's a bad shit talker. He's a terrible <laughs> person, everything. He's bad at everything. He's bad at everything. Even everything. He's beautiful though. He's ugly as fuck. Stop being nice. <laughs> Anyways, so then the guy goes, and so he goes, yeah, just make my homie. He goes, oh, dude, that's just my sense of humor. I'm a complete asshole. And, and if you don't want, and he goes, so instead of complaining, why don't you just come inside and get fucked up right now? And when that's, he said that's, that. That's a cool recovery. I, when he said that, I was like, and he's a lot bigger than both of us. He was huge. And he's like, so instead of complaining, come inside right now and get fucked up. 
And when he said that, I was like, oh my God, how could you fight this guy after that? And he goes, and then Jerry was like, uh, and I looked at him like, there's no better response you could have had. Yeah. There's not. I got to hand it to him. Yeah. And then that's when my shoulders dropped. And then I was like, Jesus. And so we went inside and then me and him agreed politically. We got into politics somehow. And Jared, he's so apathetic and retarded and has a fucking attention span of a fly. He couldn't follow anything. So he walked away and started talking about, oh, my dick is big. <laughs> and <then> fucking, <laughs> so, so me and the guy really got saw eye to eye and it was a great night. But then his girlfriend started kicking us out because me and Jared ended up, <laughs> he started trying to fight me. And then the whole time I was like, hey, Jared, I don't want to fight. He punches me in the face and then he tells me to find a ride home. Jared, if you're listening to this, you owe me something. Oh, this this one time? <laughs> Jared, we were on fucking acid and he was not happy. And I- That's the worst thing to be around, an unhappy acid person when you're on acid. Yeah, and he he was just like, God, fuck everything and stuff. Oh, that's so and gross. I didn't want to be around that on acid. And we were in an Uber pool in West Hollywood, and this fine-ass girl gets in. And I started talking to her, and I like just got back from some of my travels, and I was telling her how I went to Europe and stuff. And and he like interrupts me, he's like, Yeah, no one cares. And at this point, uh. I was like, I was like paying, I was paying for the Uber, and I was paying for everything that night and stuff. And I was like, well, Why did you get your own Uber, you broke motherfucker? I, like, I think I remember him telling me that. Just called him out on all that. And then he's like, he like looks at me like teary eyed. He's like, you really going to fucking do that right now? And I'm like, yeah, you fucking piece of shit. Like, fuck you. And he's like, all right, okay. And he gets out of the car and leaves. And the Uber driver's like, uh, what the fuck do I do? And I'm like, I'm on acid. I'm like, everything's cool. I'll figure it out. Let, just keep going. I don't remember where I was headed to. But um, he, he calls me. He calls me a few minutes later, and he's like, "Dude, what the fuck, man? Why'd you do that?" And I'm like, "Why did I do that? Why'd you do that?" He he like he was like he cut me off uh, like several times. It was, it was like three times until I like blew up on him. And then I was like, first you were like, "Yeah, shut up," and then you're like, oh, "No one cares." And then every time I was saying something, and then he pauses and he's like, "Uh, yeah, that's true. My bad." <laughs> and then I started laughing. I was like, well, all right, <laughs> as long as you're fucking away. Isn't it funny how so much tension can be diffused? It takes a particular type of person. Wait, wait, tell the story about the gay guy mean mugging you at the Virginia <laughs> place. So every time I'm in Virginia, everyone always tries to fucking fight me all the time for no reason, especially at this particular town center that I go to. I can't imagine why. Just Virginia. And like, even if I go to like the hood over here, I don't deal with as, nearly as much shit as I do in the suburbs of Virginia for some reason. So anyways, I'm walking outside and this guy's like making this fuck me mugging me, making this face and like kissing his teeth like looking at me up and down, overemphasizing it like comedically. I'm like, what? Is this even real? And I walked by him. What was he wearing? He was wearing a hoodie and I don't, it looked like he wasn't wearing anything. I'm imagining him in tight zebra pants. Asian dude. Asian, skinny Asian little dude. So he, so he keeps looking at me, um, all mugging me and I walk, and he walks past me. I'm like the shoulders swinging. All crazy, left and right and everything. Too many times. And finally, I'm like, dude, what, man? Like, what? And I already know. Because every time I go back there, everyone's trying to fight me. And I'm like, just get it out of your system. What is it? And he goes, I got more tattoos than you, bitch. <laughs> Which he didn't. And I'm like, why is that a competition even? <laughs> like, why would you even say that? I'm like, no, you, I'm like, no, you don't. But I don't care. It's okay. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah, exactly. That's also not true. <laughs> yeah. Weird flex. Therefore, <laughs> shut the... What the fuck are you... 
And so I was just like, what the fuck is that? And then finally, my homie, who's a big, black, intimidating dude with a bunch of face tats you don't really want to play with. You know him. So he comes over there and he goes, nigga, shut the fuck up, you know, get the fuck out of here, blah, 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 blah. And then he kind of pipes down a little bit and he goes, all I'm saying is that I don't like the way he was looking at me. You know, I'm going to beat his ass if he's got a problem. That's nothing to do with you. (laughs) And so I'm like, all right, whatever. The bouncer comes over and goes, hey, man, he spends a lot of money here, you know, and he's just acting up, but you got to leave because, you know, we don't know you and blah, blah, blah. And, if you know, so I'm like, okay, fine. There's a short little gate outside. So I'm standing right outside the gate. Technically, I'm not on their property. And he goes, so what's up? You scared? And then immediately I just, I just reciprocated with his exact <laughs> accent and energy. I was like, I ain't scared. The only reason why you mad is because I ain't going to suck your dick. That's the only reason why you mad. I can fuck you if I wanted to. You mad because I don't like you. Everyone around me starts cracking up. And he's like, ah, I'm going mad as shit. And then the bouncer's like, yo, man, that's not cool. I'm like, what you mean that's not cool? This is how I talk, okay? You don't like how I talk? You know what? That's not okay. I don't like that. And, and so he got hella buttered. And... <laughs> And it sucked because obviously <laughs> everyone was laughing at him. It was it was a great it was a great moment. Anyways, there was another time where a fucking gay dude accused me of being homophobic, and I went out with uh you know Rochelle, a couple other people, and we go out. She had a gay friend, and he accused. Devin got her pregnant. He, he's a shitty friend, so I'm gonna say that and then publish it. <laughs> he literally just liked my status like five minutes ago too. He he dated some girl that I don't know who follows me on Twitter. That got mad at him once because I posted a tweet saying, I finally found the right girl, so I'm gonna try to get her pregnant because there's nothing more intimate than going through an abortion <laughs> And he liked it, and she got mad at what him. What the fuck? I... Anyways, so this guy was like, you're homophobic, and I was like, no I'm not. I was gay from 2013 to 2016. <laughs> which, I don't know what that means. I was like, I was gay for three years. I mean, girls can do it. Girls aren't, girls are always bisexual a little bit. Though they- as much as the girl I'm talking like to, to right say, now, the same Persian girl, she hooks up with all of her friends. She makes out with all of her friends, passionately, intimately, and I'm okay with it. I don't care. She, like to me, you know, a lot of guys will be like, "Oh, if I walk in and you're hooking up with a girl, then that's still cheating." No, it's not. Dick involved is cheating. As non-homophobic, like I, as non-homophobic as I think I am, I'm pretty sure I'm still homophobic. Like, I don't have any problem with gay people, but I would not make out a dude. And I think that's most guys. Well, that's like, just you an think about it, definition making of out with Making out with a guy for 500 bucks. I couldn't do it, dude. I would not do that. I couldn't do it for like, I think my asking. Oh my God, no, dude. The social I, stigma is I still think there. That, dude, the, a tongue of my, my tongue touching another man's tongue. I Dude, you got, that's just as bad as sucking a dick to me. I'm getting, I think I'd rather. I want to leave just because you're thinking about it. <laughs> Seriously, I, what would be my asking price to do that? Realistically, if someone was like, okay, to make out with a guy for how long? I'm I'm making the rules here. We're mutually deciding the rules, and then we're gonna come up with an asking price. Well, there's increments, like one passionate tongue punch back and forth versus like thirty second. Slobber fest. All right, 30 seconds without the question. I don't think there's a price of money that could do that. All right, so I think we left off with um, the price of being gay. 
But um, let's talk about your childhood. What about it? Which was not gay, to my knowledge. Oh, what was it like growing up? You grew up in Virginia. Yeah. Okay. You had you have distinct parents. Yeah. Your dad is like a Persian version of me. Yeah. Persian version. And your mom is a woman. Very different, dude. They are very different from each other. She's a traditional Iranian strict mom, and my dad was the opposite. He's way far liberal, fucking do whatever you want type of person. Yeah, they had an arranged marriage, but my dad moved here when he was 18. He was like a taxi driver, and he'd been smoking weed since like since I started, like since the same age I started. Yeah, I feel like your dad is like, oh, we we don't have to listen to that shit. Yeah, that's exactly. And then your mom was like, "I think we do." Yeah, my mom and her like they they met they had an arranged marriage. They met in Turkey, and they were like, "How do you arrange a marriage? Do you know that?" I how how was your parents' marriage arranged? I mean, it's just like every other parents. Like you know, they their parents. No, my parents met because my dad was a patient of my mom's dental hygiene. I say every other every other arranged marriage is like you know it's typically the same. It's their their parents. Um meet each other's families and they go oh you know my daughter would be good with your son and then so that's how it works just just breeding right your kid should fuck my kid yeah kind of okay so exactly then they got married yeah and then they were like some mistakes being me and my brother and then anyways so yeah they met and then they had us and they were like hella poor and then by the time I was born we were pretty doing pretty well Financially, you know, we because I was bringing a lot to the table. I want to talk about this. It's a dull subject. I feel like I'm in an Uber. How did your dad tell you to deal with women? He's very okay. Actually, it's funny you ask. One time, uh, I got caught cheating on my girlfriend, and so we were in the DC Union Station. I was taking the train to New York. By who? What do you mean? Your girlfriend got you cheating? Well, my girlfriend's roommate told her that I was fucking her other roommate because I was fucking my girlfriend's roommate. And all three of them were roommates? Yeah, there was four of them. I asked my dad what to do, and he goes, you're a man, you're supposed to do these things. You think if your mother leaves this country for over a month, I'm not gonna have sex with somebody? He <laughs> indirectly told me, yeah, I cheat on your mom too. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? That's the worst advice you could ever give your son. And the weirdest thing, he's like, yeah, I fuck other bitches too, but I, you're... And he started telling me, those Persian women are different from American women. You see, if I cheat, because he's dated a lot of like white girls and stuff, and he goes, when I cheat on an, an American woman, she's gonna go like she's gonna go cheat on me back. You know what I mean? Even if we get back together, she's gonna go and quote unquote get back at me. But my mom, he goes, a Persian woman will go just go in her room and lock the door and cry for three or four days and pretend she hates you and be super mad at you. But eventually, she'll come back to you and whatever, whatever. And so he's like. So just so that's what I got out of it. It was like, yeah, just keep cheating. It's okay. He told me, he goes, if your mother walked in on me having sex with another woman, and I told her I didn't do it, only after a couple days, she would believe me. Because your mother would believe me before she believes her own eyes. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> your mother would believe me before she believes her own eyes. It's just crazy. And then when he said that, it kind of fucked me up. So I had to kind of like unlearn that if I want a successful relationship. Though he has a successful relationship, but I'm not going to meet a woman that's old-fashioned. How are you gonna? How are you gonna? I think a successful relationship is one where you guys both have sex. Successful. <laughs> nice. And uh, I think that's about it. Just having sex. Just, okay, I think a successful relationship is when you have sex with someone, and then you come 
And you don't hate them? Well, no, because I have a lot of those, but it's women I wouldn't date. I've had sex with maybe three girls that I wish I didn't come bullets into. You drunk yet? Buzzing. I skipped breakfast. I'm, I just love like we're drinking our breakfast, huh? I'm kind of fucked up. I'm getting there. I took the whole month of October... Sober? No, just no drinking. That's... Alright. Because that's my vice, you know? Dude, your personality is your vice. <laughs> I can't take a personality break. I'm gonna not be me for a month. You should try that. Yeah, the longest I've went without drinking the past couple of years was about 11 days to 2 weeks. Yeah, but you're a shitty drunk, though. You're shitty... No, period. you're... You you make bad things happen when you drink. You fuck things up when you drink. Yeah. I don't do that. Yeah, you do. I fuck things up all the time. Being drunk doesn't make me worse. Well... Have you, have you well, tried heroin? I wish. Maybe that's your thing. You think that will improve? Make me help me improve? Not necessarily, but if, I, I know it's not alcohol. Oh, like I was saying about Jared in the in the Uber. That's when I was like, yeah. So I'm never going out with you ever again because you're a cock block. And um, you've joined him in that club with me. I've joined him in that club with you. Yeah. I remember one time I was specifically telling you not to come upstairs because I was with a girl and I knew you were gonna cock block. And then when you came upstairs, I was like, don't say anything. And he goes, why? And he goes, because you're a cock block. I'm like, I'm a cock block. You're the one that hasn't showered or brushed your teeth in three days. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And she just looked at me like, huh? And I was like, uh, ignore that. So, I'll never forget so we're both cock blocks. No, you're a cock block. I never do that. I know, I know that's guy code. I will never cock block somebody. You, I, I never cock blocked you. I Actually, just, it's ridiculous that you're saying that. I'm still chipping off pieces of stone from the amount of block you've cocked on my cock. C-A-L-K on my cock. Name one time I've cock blocked you. You're going to have to delete you, this because you look dumb. When you get all up in your feelings and you're like, you know what your problem is? You fucking you come up in here with that. And, and you you say stupid shit like, you're just an Orange County motherfucker. Like, what? My I never parents, said that. My parents, you've said that multiple times. That's like your go-to. When you're mad at me, that's your go-to. You call me or an Orange County white boy. I never said that, and I'm so embarrassed that you think that. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> I, I would beat you, myself up if I said that. No, yeah, because that's like, it's a stupid, it's not true, and, and you did say it, and you said it multiple times. False. It's my word against yours. Yeah, well, it's my podcast, so my word matters. <laughs> I've never cock-blocked you. In front of a woman, I never sh did anything. No, not intentionally. You just get, you just get, you make everything all about yourself. You get emotional. Everything about me. <laughs> and, and you just, you get upset. Yeah, because I and don't you, know how to and, and then you, and then you call me out on my personality traits that we all know are accurate. <laughs> However, we're in front of company. I always almost make sure I don't do that in front of people. Okay, no, yeah. No, you've, you've never been. Stick to the script. Definition cockblock. Okay, that's kind of good. But you have made entire nights about you by you being emotional and upset about some bullshit. That yeah, doesn't matter. Of course I've done that. Which has cock-blocked me. Well, that's not me cock-blocking you, though. That's not like me going like, hey, you know, he actually has herpes. Uh, you know, I'm not, I've never cock-blocked anyone. Okay, delete. <laughs>
So we're back from a quick piss break. You're not going to tell that it's a break because there's no pauses here. Why wouldn't you let me piss in your sink? It's ridiculous that you would ask me that. Pee is sterile. It's up high near my dick. There's no... It's not going to splash back. Would you wash your hands with your piss? If I had touched something not sterile? I would... If, if, if I picked up... If you a doorknob and we need to wash your hands, would you pee on your sink? If I had to put my hand in shit, I would piss it off my hand. Like I do with... Yeah, because you'd rather have pee on your hands than shit. That's bad and worse. But would you piss on your hands... To, to sterilize your hands before you eat a burger. Well, I don't sterilize my hands before I eat a burger. So give me a better question and I'll give you a better answer. It's the nature which would be of the, the same question. answer. It's which would be, nature. yes, I would piss on my hand if it would get seemingly... Would you let me piss in your sink? Why am I even asking you that? You, let me just ask, just for the record. Would you let me piss in your sink? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've offered you to piss in my sink. Actually, I guarantee I have. Now that you mentioned There's it. definitely no, no. I fucking I for sure have. I've been using the bathroom. I'm sure like, you insisted on me pissing your ass. Yeah, I was like, but you understand you're not a regular human, right? You understand that you don't. You're you're. I can't compare you to a human. You're too off the wall. Your perspective on things. It's not a bad thing, you know. But look, you asking. Pissing in my sink. I brush my teeth. I don't. I don't touch my sink. So I guess you're right. It'd be fine. I don't like it. Wait, 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 wait. It would be fine if I pissed in your sink. It would be fine, but I'm not okay with it. Okay. But it would be fine. Okay. Well, I think we've heard what we need to hear. <laughs> this has been the Casperger's podcast. And uh, so well, who's, who's banging on the pipes over here? Fucking Mexicans, of course. You know, these fucking... <laughs> so we're fast forwarding here to the next day. Omid got absolutely hammered last night. He cannot handle his fucking alcohol. You know, half the reason I started this podcast was so I could showcase, like, how funny my friends are. And Omid just totally fucking blew it. Fuck you, man. Oh, but it was hilarious. You should have seen him. And he, he got the cops calling him. He was passed out, first of all. And then his girlfriend was FaceTiming him. And I answered it and put it in his hand. And she was just trying to talk to him while he was asleep. And had no idea what was going on. And I was just sitting there laughing. And then I finally woke him up. And um, I said something funny. And then he laughed and was like tell me more jokes and then <laughs> started picking up his chairs and smashing them into the table saying like give me more jokes and destroyed his fucking house and was screaming and um it was late and uh, <laughs> i i left and um some lady is like did you just come out of that apartment and i was like yeah she's like what's going on in there i'm about to call the cops and i was like nah you shouldn't do that she's like why why shouldn't i I'm like because we're just we're just having fun in there it doesn't sound like fun. It sounds violent. And I was like, nah, it's all good. And then she's like, I'm going to call the cops. In hindsight, I think it would have been a lot funnier if I was like, if you fucking call the cops, something real bad's going to happen. And then just disappear. Just so she's scared shitless until the cops come. And then um, apparently a bunch of fucking cops came. But he still managed to um, make his 6 a.m. flight. We already got like an hour of footage here. So that's too much. Later, humans. So, fucking deal with it. Uh, you were telling me you got super high recently? Yeah, dude. I got, uh, like, I haven't been stoned in a while. Because I smoke, like, weed all day every day, and I do it to keep me, uh, like, dumb enough to not kill myself. <laughs> it's just like, ah, uh, if you look at the world, it's like, I gotta die. But if you're high, it's like, oh, I gotta die. Like, who cares? <laughs> uh, so my, my roommate introduced me to Moon Rocks. Are you familiar? 
Yeah, it's like Keith covered weed with like hash oil in it. Yeah, they like roll it in it and dip, inject it with needles and shit. And so like, you know, usually when I pack a bowl, I just put as much weed fits in the bowl. That's how you pack a bowl. Yeah. And so like I went to go do that with this Moon Rocks because I bought like an eighth of it. It was like 50 bucks. Like stick to your fingers? Well, it's just one chunk. And I went to like break it off to load the bowl and my roommate was like, dude, no, 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 no. So I put a little bit of some presidential OG and then like a point one piece of Moon Rocks, a little bit more OG and another point one piece of Moon Rocks. And I smoked that. And me and him tried to watch Elephant in the Room, the Patrice O'Neill special. I'd never seen it before. So I was like, oh, this is going to be such a treat. I get to see like people's like favorite special. And I was so high. I like, I couldn't even watch comedy. Like, I yeah, just, you couldn't pay attention. Or you weren't no. getting any jokes. No, I, I, That's I, how every time smoking weed is for me. I was watching it. I was just like, what is he saying? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it felt like it was just like this weird, like, Everything sounded like notorious B.I.G. Like like breathing. Like just oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like that's all I could think of. And he's he's doing a special and he keeps like doing crowds like oh, so. <laughs> Do you have any more? Moon rocks? Yeah. I just didn't bring it with me, but yeah. All a right. lot more. It's amazing. I'll try that in a safe area. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, like driving. <laughs> I started out driving high. So much better. Dude, when I was younger, I was always like, alcohol is terrible, mm-hmm. and everyone should smoke weed, and it's good for you. And all the people see, people are saying about CBD right now. I was like a marijuana activist as like a kid. Yeah, dude. I was all about like normal and shit. And then I started uh, getting super paranoid from it and getting laid a ton from alcohol, and I was like, well, that sucks. Marijuana is really good, but alcohol is what's working for me. So, <laughs> Dude, that, I had like the same thing. I When I was 15, I tried ecstasy. For the first time. And then I tried weed like an hour and a half later. And then I did acid like two days after that. And then I smoked weed like 15, 20 more times. Then I tried oxys. And then I did mushrooms. And then I was like, all right, I can maybe try alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you did all that? (laughs) Because like my dad was an alcoholic. And I was like, don't drink. That's bad stuff. I mean, well, like. I I mean, except for the oxys, I'd say alcohol is probably the worst. Yeah, dude. Alcohol is really bad. It is. I, it's killing me. And that's... <laughs> I, I, I have an allergic reaction almost every time I drink. Yeah, dude. I read about something called GERD. It's like apparently like you drink a lot and you get like real bad. Like, I heard about that from and stuff. I have that. Yeah. I know. I have the exact same response. I was like, well, if you drink a lot, you probably have acid reflux and like sometimes like weird foods give you a bad reaction. <laughs> like it was all these symptoms and I was like, yes. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Like, it's like when you're on any sickness on WebMD and you're like, oh, I have cancer. Like, <laughs> it's scary, dude. We probably both have GERD. Well, I for sure have, like, a precursors of this. GERD me. GERD, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's good. Yeah, it is. It's, 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 you gotta love it. I like the puns. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, what, uh... What 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 do what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good question at all. Uh, well, I mean, I just talked about everything in the last podcast we did together. Yeah. That like, feels like so long ago. Yeah, that was like a week ago, right? Yeah, at least. <laughs> it feels like it was just five minutes before we started this one and ended, and we are pretending that it, they're weeks apart. <laughs> 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 I 
caught us. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> oh, us. <laughs> Thought you could get away with it, too. <laughs> Fucking me. Such an idiot. <laughs> Look oh. me in the eyes when I'm talking to myself. <laughs> right? Oh, dude. I was watching American Psycho. You know the part where he's like, fucking... That girl, and he's like looking at himself in the mirror, and he's like, yeah, this is awesome. Oh, yeah, favorite part. I, yeah, dude, I related to that so much. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a cool thing to do. If I looked like Christian Bale, I would do that every time I fucked. Well, Christian Bale or Christian Bale in as Patrick? Whoever. Yeah. But no, because Christian Bale in The Machinist is fucking scrawny and pale. Oh, yeah, that's the creepy one. Christian Bale, he's fat and uh, balding in one thing. Yeah. Christian Bale puts his body through a lot yeah, to dude. act. And I would put his body through a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the gamer things I've said. Dude, that's, that takes so much fucking... Yeah. Like, willpower and yeah. perseverance and determination and other things you find on motivational posters to... I want to get celebrities to hire me like for when they need to get fat. Like, when they're like... I don't think they need to hire anyone. They just fucking... You think they hire a nutritionist and they're like, you need to gain 60 pounds? Yeah. They should, because they're like... I guess well, they, how do you do like three days? They're like, well, I don't want to have stretch marks forever. I, like, want to get fat, but I don't want to, like, ruin my body so I get skinny again. What's the best way to do that? And they're like, I got you. Look at this. No stretch marks. Like, <laughs> that was not intentional, unless you put on lotion every day, because you're like, I can't wait to be 28 one day yeah. and be as big as I'm going to be. You're just a little 12 year old, like, I'm getting this belly ready. No, dude, I had Never all fast friends growing up. And so, like, anytime we went to go leave to go anywhere, like, they would all spend, like, 10 minutes putting lotion on. Really? Now, before I leave, like, I've always just, like, put lotion on. That like, really? Put so I, much lotion on. I, that's a, 20. And I'm 28. And I drink and eat. You and put lotion on your face? I'm everywhere. I, aggressively on my dick. But, like, that's why. <laughs> They say black don't crack. Yeah, dude. Don't lotion it Because, up. like, if you... I should start doing that. It's so good, dude. And it feels so you good. You got nice skin. On. I got great skin, bro. And it's... But I feel like it just... You might if you... You probably would if you didn't do that also. I, I, I don't think so. I, I had to take... It uh, seems uncomfortable to just be slippery everywhere. No, lotion your skin your soaks it up, dude. And how long? Like a minute or two. Yeah. Like, I get out of the shower and... Th- you put a shirt on immediately? No. I, I there's like, like a method to it well I mean like, huh? there's now like when I started like it was just like being a kid and like before you went out you'd have all your clothes on and you just put lotion on the parts you people can see I didn't know black people put lotion on as like a thing until like last year my friend who's a really good comic Malik B mm-hmm. he had this bit about like you're not hanging out with me if I see you put on lotion on your legs standing up and then does like a little act out of it. It was like, you're just sticking your ass out. Yeah. And I was like, what? Is people do that? <laughs> like, what do you put lotion on for? <laughs> yeah. I guess this one, like, I thought it was because dead skin's more visible on darker skin. Yeah. Like, if you scratch it. Yeah, exactly. But, like, you don't see that if, like, your skin is, like, properly hydrated and nourished. I'm going to start putting on lotion. Yeah. You should. It's great. You still do? Yeah. Like, not every day, but, like, most days. I won't do it right now. Right, right. Oh, pollution. <laughs> uh, there's an amazing comedian in Houston named uh, Kenjamin Alonzo. Uh, and he has a joke about how black people invented sunscreen to trick white people into putting on lotion. <laughs> 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 like, dude, that's fucking genius. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 
It's a genius joke. He's a great, great comic. Dude, I miss Texas comedy. It was, it's so different there. How, how so? Well, it's because, like, there's no stakes. Because it's like, even if you have the best set of your night, like, of your life, it's still, like, in fucking Texas, you know? Yeah. Like, if I am in a sports bar and I just fucking murder, I don't really mean anything. And so, like, there's no, like, when you bomb, it, it sucks if you have, like, pride or you care about what you're doing. So, like, I hated bombing. But, like, you know, it, it got to the point where it was, like, I wasn't scared to. Because there was no consequences to it. Whereas out here, if I go up and I'm at fucking Chatterbox and I bomb, I think about it and I feel bad about it all week. Because I'm like, I only get to go there on Thursdays. I want to like make a good you know name for myself. Why? That's plus. a bar. Yeah, but that's a good you comedy bar. Their shows on Sundays are world class, dude. They have amazing people. Like and it's the one we went to. Yeah, Chatterbox Covina. Oh, dude! I had one of the, my favorite sets ever there. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did great there. Yeah. Yeah. You went off. And then I went up and got to do you two terrible. minutes. Yeah. And they did terrible. No, you didn't do terrible, but like... It wasn't good. Mine went great, though. Yeah. I was not was. expecting you to, because I was using my most fucked up jokes. That I, was, I start off by talking about how, like, fucking abortion is murder, but you should be able to kill people. And plus, like, everyone gets mad and wants to kill someone, right? Like... Well, abortion is free murder. You get yeah. to legally murder someone. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. You get to commit a murder. Yeah. Fucking everyone should want to do that. And they did that night. Everyone there was like, yeah, yeah. want to murder. And I, was like, and I was like, I can't believe these jokes are working. Yeah. And I was Especially like, let me take it even darker. And I was like, all right, so there's one group of people are obviously prone to discrimination. <laughs> there's a lot of racism in the world right now and prejudice. And I think there's a, we need to focus on who's actually inferior. And then I just start going on and talk about how retarded people yeah. should not be entitled to minimum wage and should be enslaved. But in like in a nice way where it's like we house them and but you know, they just build houses and stuff. And everyone in the crowd that I was like, Yeah, we agree. Yeah. Which is the weirdest thing ever given that like they have like such a uh, like progressive stance that they have a female and non binary sign up list for that open mic. But then you get up there and you're like, we should kill the retarded. And everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> as long as they're not women or not binary! <laughs> it's fucking awesome, dude. But yeah, so like that's in Texas, like, you know, there were a, like the Cap City in Austin. Like, it felt good to do well there, but it didn't really mean much because the crowds were very easy. And it was like the same thing at the Velveeta in downtown, like... You know, if you get to go up at a good time during that set, people are there to watch comedy. They want to laugh. Like, it's a it's an easy room. And uh, I just... Man, I... Uh, so then what do you miss about Texas comedy? The... You're saying that L.A. is better. No, L.A. Better. is better. And, like, you get, like... But what do you miss? It just being easy. Oh, like, yeah. Like, the mental anguish of it. Like, I'm not saying, like, it's it's easier to be a comic there. I'm saying that, like... For me, because I started there and it like felt more comfortable, it was just easier. I don't know. Out here, it just it feels like that's a bad place to be. You should be happy that you're not challenged. Well, I'm. I know you. I mean, I am a little challenged. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you know that challenge is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think I'm just bitching right now because it's like, it's so stupid, dude. Like, I everything's going really well, and like comedy is starting to really pick up for me, and I'm getting booked a lot. 
and I'm like hosting shit and so I'm awesome and I'm busy all the time. And I'm like, oh God, this is exhausting. I'm living my dream. Like <laughs> it's, it's gotta feel so obnoxious. I'm kind of living your dream as well. Yeah. I'm like riding your coattails. It's awesome. No, like you're doing your own thing and fucking crushing with the podcast. Yeah. I put like, a lot of work into yeah, building dude. and stuff. And like, dude, our mic is killer. Uh, especially these last two weeks have been amazing. <laughs> but you're, it's, it's perfect because you're great at like talking to people and stuff and not being an asshole. And I'm friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, like you have uh, the part of the autism that I didn't get, which I'm so jealous. But you're just like, well, I'll just do that thing. I don't care what anybody thinks at all. Like, oh, you don't like me? Cool. Look at my penis. Like, <laughs> it's just like your take on life is so awesome, so uninhibited. And, like, it's funny because you're like, I get so anxious. I'm like, no, I would never know that. <laughs> but I assume that's, like, when people, like, that I'm like, I'm never hungry. And they're like, what? You? <laughs> Who's never hungry? Me. I'm just, like, never hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's unbelievable. It's like you being like, I'm always anxious. Like, what? Oh. Well, that's because you just see me when I'm out and stuff. If you saw me during my daily life, you'd oh. be like, why are you so worried about that parking space? It's clearly open, and that's guys not trying to kill you. That's so relatable. <laughs> Dude, I get, like, self-conscious about my tires squeaking in the parking garage at work. Like, if someone is, like, walking near my car, and I turn, and it goes like, eee! I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I apologize for my tires squeaking, like... I didn't mean to startle you. <laughs> it's a very normal noise in a parking garage. Would you apologize if you like stubbed your toe and screamed really hard? Yeah. Like if I scared someone when I stubbed my toe, I'd be like, oh, I'm real sorry. Yeah, I'd say it's appropriate. So I think all of my fears are very rational. Dude, the other day I got locked out of my office. Every time, every time I go to, I'm sorry. <laughs> you go. Actually, no, I'm going to forget. Yeah. Every time I drink out of a water fountain, I feel like someone's going to slam the back of my head. <laughs> Every time I That's the out. worst thing that could happen, dude. Your teeth, you, there's nothing you could do. So your teeth would just get destroyed. <laughs> Every time I drink out of water fountain, I wrap my mouth around the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I just want the water now. <laughs> I don't have I don't to know. wait for it for two inches. <laughs> That's hard. It's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? No. <laughs> 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 Fucking idiot. Really? Just deep through the water like that? See, I'm gonna edit that out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the other day I, I was like working late and there's only one other guy in the office and in our office you have to take a key to the bathroom because it's like a nice office building in Old Town. So I take a key to go to the bathroom and I like I just have to piss real quick and then I'm gonna leave the office for the day. So I leave like my phone and everything. The only thing uh, that I still have are my keys because they're on my belt loop because I was playing with them because I was high and just fiddling with them. So I go to the bathroom, uh, I'm pee, and then I come back, and the door to the office is locked. I'm like, oh, fuck. And, like, all I have is a bathroom key and my car keys. I'm like, well, I don't have a key to the office here. <laughs> like, shit. Uh, and the guy, I assume he just left, and he goes and plays pool every day. So I go to the place where he plays pool next door. When you knock? I, several times. I, no one's there. Like, it was oh. just me and him in the office, and oh, the door okay, was okay. open when I left. Yeah. So it was closed, I was like, fuck. And, like, I hit it a few times, and the lights are all off. Yeah. So I go downstairs, I go to the pool places that he's at. He's not at either of them. And I'm like, fuck. And then I realize, like, oh, shit, now I'm also locked out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> it's after hours. So I'm outside. I'm like, 
fuck, and it's a Friday. And there's and, porn on your computer screen. No, I, like I just my phone and everything is still all upstairs, and it's a Friday. Yeah. And I have to get to our mic to go and run the mic. <laughs> and all I have is my car keys. All the equipment is in the car, but I don't know how to get to the mic from my office without Google Maps. Yeah. And I like had just posted something like, the mic's happening tonight, it's gonna be so funny. <laughs> I'm like, boy, the mic's not happening now. So I go, there's a Mexican restaurant attached to our office. So I go in there, uh, cause you can go through the back door to get into the office. And I was just gonna break in. Uh, cause like you can Jimmy a lock pretty easy. It's not yeah. that hard or like kick a door down. It's gonna be a hundred bucks. Who cares? So like <laughs> <laughs> someone will pay it. Not me. So, so I was going to like go and break in. And so I was like, Hey, can I use your phone? And she goes, no. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so fucking bashful. Like I'm literally going to get into a building to go break down a door. And I'm like, can I use your phone? She's like, no. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is that about? Uh, and so then like, I'm like, well, shit, okay, I'll just go get in my car and just start driving towards sunset. Like it'll say Los Angeles on the signs, right? Like I'll figure it out. And I get to my parking garage and as I'm leaving, uh, the parking garage, like literally as I'm pulling out, uh, the dude from before who's walking by the guy that left. <laughs> and I'm like, you son of a bitch, let me into the office right now. And he's like, fucking chill out, man. I'm like, no, all my shit is upstairs. And you locked me out while I was peeing. And he's like, oh, I thought you left. <laughs> like, I forget that, like... Did he you talk to him aggressively? Yeah. yeah. I was instantly furious. Yeah, yeah, and, and then I realized, like, oh, he had no idea. Like, he thought, like, I just left for the day. And he was like, Mike, are you here? Well, no answer. And then just left. So, like, yeah. for him, like, there, there's nothing there. And I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. You ruined my fucking life. And he's like, dude, chill out. I'm like, kill yourself. <laughs> oh, like, I literally just apologized to a lady for asking to use her phone. <laughs> and now I'm screaming at an innocent man. And I'm like, I'm sexist. I hate men. <laughs> turned out. What? Fuck. But... Yeah, so I got to the mic on time, but that's dedication to comedy right there. Yeah, hell yeah. But, oh my god, dude, I, I've never felt more helpless than when my phone was locked away from me. I was like, all right, yeah, who yeah, can yeah. I call for help? Oh, wait, I don't have any phone numbers memorized. I can tell you the Your house number the I house. had in fifth grade. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, can, I can call my mom's first cell phone number. I remember that one still, but like... Yeah. I don't know any of those number You don't remember numbers as... I know my boss's like, number now because I have to school. use it for stuff so often. But, like, that's literally the only, like, recent number I've memorized. The only other person I could call would be my mom. I don't have a single person's phone number that I still talk to. Isn't that crazy? But I still remember fucking, like, eight peoples Mm -hmm. that I went to high school with. Right? Or middle school. I still remember, like, uh, most of the Pokemon theme songs. (laughs) <laughs> and I haven't watched that show in well that's different music two or three weeks music, I feel like music's <laughs> easier to remember than digits they picked ten digits because it was easier to memorize I knew that but don't you think a song would be easier to memorize than a sequence of numbers no. like if you were listening li- listen to this once and well no you're autistic with numbers I'm, I'm good at both but like if I played you a song once and asked you to hum the melody or, I'm like tone deaf. I can get most of the lyrics though. <laughs> really? After one time? Yeah. Well, like if it's a like a common song. A what? Like a like a like not like a, like a super fast rapper, or like a weird accent or something. Yeah, still though. Like, 
You could remember a poem? It, no, not a poem. I can do it with a song, though. So the beat plays a part in memory. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But I'm saying, like, there's a lot more no, I'm just figuring this words out. there are for a song. I'm, I keep hitting this pen and keep getting more <laughs> and more retarded. But, like, there are more words in a song than there are digits in a phone number. Like... Well, you can... Okay, you have to equate like, them. My house's phone number from 9th to 12th grade... So we moved uh, my ninth grade year to like the super mansion was 817-742-2499. We lived at, well, I don't want to say the address on anywhere. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. 1606 Creekwood Court. You know, in, in, in Westlake. Yeah. I've looked at it on the. Well, someone can uh, steal your identity and be like, which house did you live at? And then. For four years. Yeah. All right. Well then edit out where I just said my old address. But... No, I want you to get your money stolen. Oh yeah, that's fine. I'd have no money to steal. Like if <laughs> someone would please steal my identity and improve my credit, that would be dope as fuck. Um, but I, you know, like I, I remember like a lot, dude, I am so furious that you can't like hack your brain yet. Like, yeah, we'll get there. Think about you can how just many think million... to Google. Well, no, no, I mean like, uh, tell your brain what to do. Like, so you have all of these... That's called not being retarded. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like, but think about all the, like, uh, stuff you um, don't do on purpose. Like, breathe. Like, oh, yeah. If you don't think about breathing, you still keep breathing. Because uh-huh. there's, like, a whole set of these functions in your brain that do I'm stuff. I'm one hit away from not being able to do that. Yeah, exactly. But, like... So you don't get to always choose what goes into your memory or where it gets filed. Your brain has like a natural system for doing that. It's called chunking. So like if I give you some information. It's based on like emotion. Well, not always. Like there, there are ways to heighten the likelihood of you memorizing something. Like there's all these memory training things you can do. And like there are like smaller segments that work. Like memorizing numbers, generally uh, they do it in groups of three. And then they associate the, that group of three numbers with a picture. And then they memorize the sequence of pictures. And they use the Loki method, which is like you go on a journey in your head. And then you associate each of these pictures on the journey so that you can tell a story. And then the story ties back to the numbers. So like, that's how like, the grandmasters of memory do stuff. Where they get a minute to memorize a deck of cards. So like, it, they, there's stuff you can do to make your, you remember things better. Did you just explain how to do it? Kind of. I was not following, but I'm going to listen to it when I edit this. Hi, <laughs> <Yeah>, fuck. <laughs> like, you're just staring at my mouth while I'm talking. Like, Those are words, too? <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> no, but so, like, if you, like, choose to be very intentional about memorizing stuff, like, you can. But just in regular conversation, occasionally you'll remember things forever and ever and ever. Like. And I think that's based on emotion. Yeah, but... I think that's the number one factor. So what I'm saying is I would like to be able to tell my brain, like, through an app or an interface or something, like, hey, start recording. Wait, you just mean have a better fucking memory? I just... Yeah. Like a perfect memory. I might just be describing I would like to have not the side effects of weed. (laughs) 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 That's so terrible. Yeah, you just... just, I would like to remember conversations as I'm having them. (laughs) Have you tried not smoking pot? Whoa. <laughs> Dude, we both sound completely retarded. You know, when I have like superpowers, oh, you mean like being sober? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember what we were talking about five minutes ago. <laughs> I remember. Eli, I remembered a phone number. <laughs> what is this? It's like biohacking. 
hacking my brain. <laughs> What'd you do? I stopped smoking <laughs> weed constantly. <laughs> <clears throat> That's fucking amazing. Hey. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, having a perfect memory would be really cool. Yeah. Like a photographic memory too. Yeah. I had a girl, I knew a girl with a photographic memory once and I forgot the example I was going to give, but... <laughs> you don't have one then. <laughs> oh yeah, that one was terrible. <laughs> that, as a joke, I think I think she funny. I think she memorized my credit card number. Like, while, not that like, I showed it to her and tested her. Like, I was swiping it and she like memorized it. That's something weird. There was a, a professor that we had, or not a professor, but a, like a teacher. Uh, and she always knew where shit was in my house, and she was not over that much. So there's a thing called eidetic memory, and I, I think that's what they said I have. She listens to the podcast, actually. She's a kid now, and she blocked me on everything, and she just messaged me uh, yesterday saying, Hey, I normally only listen to your podcast when I miss you, and then I remember why I don't like you and turn it off. But that last one was pretty good. Oh, no. You have a kid? <laughs> with this girl? No, it's with uh, uh, a guy who used to be a narcotics detective undercover. Ugh. Isn't that crazy? Uh, did he get killed? No, this was Dang. after me. This was after me. No, I meant that the narcotics guy get killed. No, he does real estate now, I think. Oh. Well, I'm glad you're not dead. But not really. She was a really great girl. No, I, I'm fine with her. I have no problem with her. I just don't like cops. Oh, yeah. No, I always talk shit. She was her ex- and then she got back with him after. Ah. Uh, Stupid move. Yeah. It's like putting poop back in your butthole. <laughs> it's like it's already... Ended. That didn't work at all. Let's try it again. Yeah. Dude, someone... Uh, I think it, they were like trolling online, but they called it an Alaska pipeline. Where you shit in a condom and then freeze it and then use it to fuck yourself. <laughs> I was talking about that literally like the other day. <laughs> that comes up often. It's just like trying to think of new things to spice up my sex life. <laughs> so what happens when you have a girlfriend. <laughs> just like... Uh, how can, can I spice up our sex life? Yeah, dude. It's so funny that people are like, let's read the Kama Sutra uh, and like in, you know, 50 years to be like, let's check out Urban Dictionary. <laughs> 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 hey, babe, what do you want to do tonight? I'm just thinking we could spice things up. What do you want to try? Cleveland how steamer? About a dirty Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, every sex move is from Urban Dictionary. Dude, they were so funny as a kid, too. Yeah. Be like strawberry shortcake. Oh, do you ever like, look up your name and like, oh, awesome, super cool dude. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I Google myself still regularly. Oh yeah, well now I actually, I, I got a blog posted about me by some guy with like a verified thing on Twitter. Was he mad about you? No, no, no. He thought I was funny and he, he was like, I'll promote your shit. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know why I assumed it was bad for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, was he mad? I'm, I'm getting a little, a, a bit of success online here and there. No, you're very serious. funny. I'm just in terms of uh, growing the podcast. Um, it's gone up a couple hundred in the last like week. Yeah, love Pablo. Pablo's cute as fuck. Yeah, I just saw him for the first time today. I hadn't seen him in two weeks. Oof, it was really good to see him again. But I feel guilty. Yeah, but I hate leaving him. I can't believe he survived alone in this apartment for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> The neighbor's body was here. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> he just ate them. <laughs> he always a pit bull. He ate toddlers. He's fine. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you should definitely start getting him treats that look like toddlers. 
just start training him. Well, they'd have to be pretty big. Well, I mean, a doll. Just have, train him to attack yeah, dolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, put treats inside of it so that he looks, like, really excited to see a yeah, doll. Yeah, could be like... And then just destroys it. People are always like, oh, it's how you raise pit bulls. Yeah. Like, well, I've been fucking trying to get my dog to attack children for years, and he yeah. still won't do it. It's weird how he's not racist, either. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's black. <laughs> He sure, sure is. I think he can hear him snoring in the background. I hope so. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> what a hero. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go pet him. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go pet him. I, I want to pet him. Hi. Oh, it's so ridiculous that people are so uh, different around animals. Like, <laughs> I like this with everyone. <laughs> Uh, he's now awake and making snoring noises. That's weird. No, it's just, he's got breathing problems. Join the club, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> His tits just weigh on my lungs. What else happened over the last two weeks? I feel like something really funny happened. I forgot about it. You did Shanghai twice. Yeah, we had, uh, some good shows. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, we did our show that had... Uh, Luz, Pazos, Travis, Table Shay, Aiden Park, and Joel Jimenez on it. Uh, it went fucking great. They were all killers. And at the end, uh, we found out one of the bar regulars. Remember that lady that has, like, Tourette's that was just yelling out drunk stuff? The blonde chick? The one who called me a fetus fucker? Um, maybe. That DM'd me and then I showed you the screenshot? No, 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 not that one. Okay. No, 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 the crazy, the older one. By the way, that's the coolest way I've ever been recognized for my comedy. Fetus fucker? Is that hey, you? fetus fucker. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I saw your set last time. <laughs> um, I don't remember talking about that, but that's cool. Yeah. No. Sh- the, it was the lady. I called her train spotting. Uh, like in the middle of my set, like the first time we went there. Either way, so she, like every week, is just hammered drunk and talks to the comedians. And so, like... That like Joel talked back to her, and found out she is a teacher. She's a kindergarten teacher, and she just gets hammered on Tuesday nights at the comedy show in Heckles. And her real life legitimate last name is Bizzleboot. Mrs. Bizzleboot's fucking crazy. Miss Bizzleboot, the kindergarten teacher. I hope this gets her fired. I don't think she could get fired. There's no way that you can be as drunk as she is every single Tuesday night and people don't know that you're an alcoholic. I disagree. Like, no hangover at all? No... Well, no, people just think that that's part of their personality. No, 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 but I mean, like, the physical appearance of it. Like, because you don't get drunk every single night to the point that you're blacked out on... For that long, like, I'm not. I'm not hung over violently every time I black out. Actually, I'm. I'm never violently hung over. I can still. I'd still be able to go to work and carry myself. I'd just be tired. You never had like a real vi- like a two day hangover. No. What? Like, what are your symptoms? Uh, the worst for me is that I just get like insanely nauseous. Uh, yeah, I never get any I physical just... pain. I've thrown up maybe twice ever from being hung over. Dude, the next couple of years are going to be a whirlwind for you then. When did yours start? Uh, they really have gotten worse in the last few years. 
Like, oh, fuck. when I was 18, I remember uh, I was, like, fucking wasted one night because I drank, like, half a fifth of Jägermeister to myself. And I was just ruined. And woke up the next day and was like, oh, I'm so hungover. So I threw up. And then I went to football practice and ran and exercised for two hours. And was like, man, that was a hard day. And now, I, like, I wake up from drinking, like, six tequilas. And I'm like... Oh, I can't, I can't go to work for like five hours. <laughs> it's insane, dude. When I'm hungover, I just get... Well, usually the day after drinking a lot, I'm just super depressed and anxious. Oh, yeah, the depression part is annoying. But I don't get headaches or any sort of nausea or headache or pain or wow. physical discomfort. I'd be so much worse if I didn't. Like, if I didn't have any symptoms of a hangover, I would be... Blackout every day. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing stopping me from being a degenerate alcoholic is the fear of the tomorrow. It's just the hangovers. It's just the consequences of trying to be one. My reason for drinking is the fear of tomorrow. Oh, that's. I don't. I don't think I'm like afraid of tomorrow anymore. It's more that I'm like bored of it. Yeah, it's just like can we get this over with? Like the whole idea of having to do stuff. For several years to get good at them, it's like man, this is annoying. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I know that like it's gonna take me a long time to get really, really good at comedy. Like I'm already decent. Like I'd like to get like really good at it. That's just gonna take forever. It's like I already know I'm gonna keep doing it that long. Can I just be good already? Can I just trade? <laughs> can I just like trade that? I'm already gonna do it this long. Can I just? Be can I just have it? Dogs make some amazing noises. Especially when you put your finger up their ass. Oh, well, yep. Let's see what noise he makes. None, oddly. He's enjoying this. (laughs) (laughs) That did not just happen. (laughs) He's just wagging his tail. It's incredible. Yeah, he is. Man, he's such a good dog. Yeah. Having a dog is a very strong antidepressant. Yeah, dude. I think it's, like, the easiest way to, like, teach a sociopath empathy. Cause yeah. You, like, if you, when like, I got a dog, everyone was like, I didn't know you could care about anything. Yeah. And then you, like, love Pablo way more than you love any person. Anything. Yeah. 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 I think the only thing you like more than Pablo is money. <laughs> no, I wouldn't... I wouldn't kill Pablo for a hundred grand. Yeah, a hundred grand. But, like... Ten million dollars? I don't think I don't think I'd do it for ten million. What's your number? I don't think I'd do it for anything. You'd fall in love with another dog, dude. I know. This is the no, 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 no. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The whole world. I would you clone him. Any other pimp. I would clone him. Uh-huh. And then I'd kill him. When I do, that's so irresponsible. Do you know how many dogs are on the pound right now? And you want to just make a clone of this one because you think you did a good job? I didn't do a good job. His parents did a good job. <laughs> He's not my son. He's my fucking dog. They came from a completely different species. <laughs> His parents did a good job. I just pictured them like having the talk. Like, <laughs> Pablo, you grow to be a very nice young man. <laughs> yeah. He had his bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo had a bris. <laughs> 
someone says my girlfriend said something stupid about like oh I, I told her she should try stand up and she was like I think Pablo has a better chance of trying it than me and I just started cracking because I just imagined Pablo holding a microphone <laughs> with a top hat for some reason oh I'm trying to think of where it was I don't know if it, I don't think it was the comedy store I think it was a uh, joke joint in Houston same place that had Stormy Daniels they had uh, dogs doing comedy they had like three dogs maybe it was at uh, or they just sit there and then they put their hands up like that old they put them in suits like that show that was yeah but no kids. these were like three dogs they had and they taught like the dogs like joke tricks well like their tricks would go along with the punchline or something yeah I'm gonna find it Jamie pull that up <laughs> <laughs> Jamie! Oh, he's, he's still at the Joe Rogan podcast. He's not here. That's annoying. Um, Do you follow Owen Benjamin on Instagram? Do you know who, who, who that name is? That sounds so funny. I feel like I do. He's a, he's a comedian. Yeah, I, I can't think of the name of his special that I, I like. Dude, follow him on Instagram and then tell me what you think about him. All right. He's out of his fucking mind. He just talks shit about the Jews. What? Yeah. Like, like... He's like, maybe these silly little hat-wearing retard Jews were, like, this crazy, like, anti-Semitic shit. Huh. And, I, uh, neither of these albums on Spotify look familiar to me. And he doesn't believe in science, and he's a Christian, and... What? And you get... Is it a joke? No. He's just fucking crazy. Owen Benjamin. And he has, like, a huge cult following, and they'll all comment on it, like, yeah, fuck those Jews. What? He used to be a uh, regular at the comedy store. I think I met him once. And then I'm pretty sure he's not allowed back there now. All right. So the literal very first post I pulled up just says, turns out I was wrong about the Jews. They are awesome. And the Holocaust was 60 billion people. It's like, what the fuck? And, these, and they also angle? don't have little hands and narrow beady eyes. <laughs> Wait, let me see this. You're not making this up. <laughs> Mike did not make any of that up. No, that's all. That's a direct quote from a post that is. That sounds like a thing that you were trying to be funny about. No, it's 57 minutes old. Like he literally just posted that. Beautiful. How funny, dude. Um, what, uh, what, uh, what do you think about nature? (laughs) Nature? Yeah. You mean that place you go when you're locked out of your house? Yeah, but just like the, do you, do you like hike or do you do any of that? No, fuck no. I don't like, hiking's fucking gay. I so well no no shit no you know what is gay this is the most incredible thing I've ever learned do you know about uh, disc golf Mm -hmm. have I already told you about this no I'm obsessed with this so my uh, office mate uh, was telling me about this so apparently there's a problem in some park in LA where gay guys just went to this park to fucking bushes like that was just their sport so I thought like he meant like oh homeless people go there and they just fuck in the bushes that's like their home. And he's like, no, people go shower at their home, leave, get undressed and go and sit naked in the bushes. And they're just like, yeah, you want to fuck? Like just, just to passersby. It's oh. just like bush fucking is their thing. And so like, where's this? Some park in LA, I think you call it uh, 
uh, Baldwin Park? Find out where and let's not go there. <laughs> but no, no, no. All right. So to get rid of bush fucking, they built a disc golf course. And so the disc golfers were to get rid of the bush fuckers. And so they have <laughs> the disc golf. And so my buddy was out there and he was like, you know, so I'm out there and there's this naked man who looks like Mowgli from the Jungle Book. What is disc golf make more gay people want to come? The guy that in the story is gay. And he was telling me about the bush fuckers and then he was telling me about a day spa in Skid Row that's literally, you rent it by the hour and it's just there to go fuck dudes. Oh yeah, I, I had a just, gay guy tell me about that. And they just give out condoms and you'll see the condoms all over the floor, all over Skid Row, of them just fucking at this gay spa. The one he was telling me about is in West Hollywood. But it's Jimmy so Rogers. And dude, it, the entirety of gay culture to me is like the most absolute proof that men and women are like just biologically different. Like, I don't, I don't think there's any argument to, to people that don't think sexuality is innate. I think you're born however you're born. Yeah. Like, I never chose to be straight. I never chose to like redheads. I never chose to like I know, I wish it was good. Like, yeah. And so like, I, I, and the people that like, I, I think, feel like your taste is a different story than yours. Yeah, like you can maybe develop your taste and maybe that has to do more with like what you're exposed to at early ages. And like, oh, yeah. there's certainly something to be studied about fetishism, but just your orientation in and of itself, I think is, uh, you know, just biologically planned. Like that you're just born yeah. wherever you are. So like all of these like gay dudes, they fuck so much. Poppers, like amyl nitrates. Yeah. Exist solely for gay guys. To and guys with two things. Had that access to. And, and that's what it is because every girl will tell you she's been on any dating app. She's constantly guys like, hey, let's fuck, hey, let's fuck, hey, let's fuck. All hours of the night, 24 hours a day. Even yeah. fat, ugly chicks constantly have guys like, hey, let's fuck. I got my let's girlfriend fuck. banned from Tinder because I used it to promote my podcast and just sent out the same paragraph with the link. I should have known not to do that. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a genius? Yeah, it's a genius thing to do that. Like, if you had played it a little smarter. and it, Yeah, I should have not sent so many and worded it up a little differently. Yeah, she a Bumble? Uh, she better fucking not. Well, yeah, yeah <laughs> I forgot. Y'all are dating. Uh, yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, that's crazy. All right, but have her download, like, the other dating apps and then yeah. use her picture. No, she... just have conversations dude, she with gets, guys. Dude, she gets DM'd, like, like, a hundred times a day. Yeah, exactly. By, like, so many dudes that she doesn't know. That's, that's what I'm saying. And I've been using her. She's been telling them all to listen to my podcast, and they've all been doing it. That's how we're going to grow this, is, and, is dudes trying to fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> Hey guys that want to fuck Eli's girlfriend, welcome to Casperger's. <laughs> if you listen for every episode, she'll definitely fuck you. Well, for if sure. everyone d- listening to this doesn't want to fuck my girlfriend, then they're, they have bad taste. Uh, I don't want to fuck your girlfriend because it's your girlfriend. And that, that would be like, so I wouldn't drive a car you own. So you're saying my girlfriend's either. fat? No, I fuck fat chicks. I'm saying she's Same your girlfriend. Ugly? No, I'm saying she's your girlfriend. Oh, okay. Saying I don't want uh, to be where your dick's been. I don't that, want, that's your thing, though. You don't want to get my AIDS. Fucking other people's girlfriends is your thing. It, but I can't know them. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the, the rule is like if it's like my friend's wife, I'm not gonna fuck her. But like if it's just a wife I meet in a bar, it, I've never ruined a good marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. Never once ruined a good marriage. Oh, the last time I was on here, I told the story about banging a girl, and uh, it was. Uh, I think fisting her and then she was like fist me daddy and it was really weird because I actually knew her dad and so she was like fist me daddy I was like oh like Robert or whatever the fuck his name was how many people have you fisted 
Uh, a couple. <laughs> Three or four, I don't know. I don't think about it. Uh, I, I, I can recall off the top of my head at least two, but I just assume there's been more. Like, and, like, I remember doing, like, kind of the duck hand thing where you're, like, you know, you're doing yeah, the clock. Like, I definitely you got to like, enter at a, the smallest point. Yeah, and, like, I don't think I made, like, the full fist inside. But there was definitely this <coughs> crazy redhead chick from, uh, like, the precursor to Tinder. Anyways, uh, so that chick was engaged at the time that we banged. And then they called off their engagement. And they're not getting married anymore. So, like, that's good. I ended a bad engagement. Like, they weren't going to last. I just saved them a lot of time and money and divorce papers. If they had followed through with that marriage. Yeah. So really, like, you're welcome. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, so the bushfuckers are out there. And so everywhere that the bushfuckers go, they then open up a disc golf course. And so, like, if you want to find where the bushfuckers are, you go to disc golf. And so, like, the disc golf courses are now, like, cohabitating with the bushfuckers. And so now they're like disc golf course bushfuckers. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? It's a great story. So that's what I was saying about like the like gay guys. Like it's there's a I think it's called uh oh BBRTS. Bareback real time sex. It's just an app for I don't care if you have AIDS, I don't care what's wrong with you. I just want to fuck right fucking now. And they have an app for that where dudes can just be like, yes, that's also what I want. And, like, you just sign up for that for free. What's it called? BBRTS. Whoa. There's another one just called Hole. <laughs> like, like, there's so many of these gay dating apps. But I haven't heard about, like, like everyone knows about Grindr. Like, that's a very popular reference now. What is the lesbian equivalent? I've been on every single dating app that exists. Yeah. And there's ones that are, like, there's ones that are, like, anonymous threesome. We're looking for our third person. Yeah. And then, or just, like, meet up and bang right now. Yeah. And nothing's, I've never even had a match. So, I used to use one called Who's Here. Do you remember that one? It was a blue icon with an orange avatar of a person. No. That was my most successful one. Uh, so, I would get on there and it would show the girl's picture. It would show their name. It would show how many miles away they were. And it would show, uh, like, if they were online or not. And then you could click, and then it would have, like, a profile. I can start the story over from the top. Sorry. No, I don't care. Like, we're just, like, hanging out in the apartment. Like, it's recording stuff. It's fine. So, anyways, I used to... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Hey, thanks for joining us. Hey, welcome to the podcast. What do you, what do you have to say? Nothing. You don't like being put on the spot? So, I... We've been talking about you this whole time. Oh, you hold on. This is going to be loud. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was loud. That was much louder than I expected. Do I talk again? <laughs> or is it about to be that again? No. Did you see what happened? No. She, she went to pour. Of... She went to pour a few in her hand, and then the whole thing just fell. Oh, she like, just did that on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she was just like throwing quarters on like the last two quarters that she just threw on the ground to be funny. No, no, that's not what happened. Oh. She she was a fucking retard and dropped it. It's crazy. I wish I had that superpower of not smoking weed. I would have noticed all of that. <laughs> no, so I, I was on this app called Who's Here. It was like the precursor to Tinder. Showed you, like, uh, their picture, their name, 
how many miles away they were and if they're like how recently they were online. And so like I, I matched with probably like you don't have to match. Like it just showed you them. So like I would get you just send a message out to everyone that was online and there was a girl. Like even if they didn't have a picture, you're just like, Hey, what's up? I'm like or whatever you wanted to say to start off. And uh probably got, like ten girls out of that that I slept with. Like the, the fattest girl I've ever fucked, like the Does grossest it still exist? one. Yeah, oh, it's definitely still around. Dude, I fucked a girl that was you so still fat. use it? No, I haven't. Why? Well, because they were all, I never got anything good off there. It was all gross chicks. Like, well, no, one chick was like a, like a, like a six. What's it called again? Who's Here? W-H-O-S-H-E-R-E. But like, I fucked this girl on there. Her name, I think was like Julia. But so we match and she's got like kind of this goth thing going on. She's like real pale. And we show up and I remember it was to go see the movie Dinner for Schmucks. And it was at, uh, like, one of those movies where you can buy food at the same time. And so, like, you get there. You're good. It's one of those movies where you can buy food. <clears throat> movies where you can buy food at the same time. And you get there, and, like, I bet pay for the tickets because it's a date. But I already seen her, and I was like, fuck. She's so fat. <laughs> I don't even want to do her anymore. And... Uh, not you. No, no. <laughs> the girl in the story. The one I fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, foreshadowing. <laughs> so I was, like, I, really, I was like, I really don't want to do her. And I remember when we were in line, there was a group of three black guys that walked by and they went, oh, damn. And I was like, yeah, this is too fat. This is too <laughs> Like, ah, oh, shit. And we got inside and she ordered so much food. And like, at the end of it, I was like, I hope she doesn't think I'm paying for that. Like, and like the like check comes and I just like left it there. Just like refused to look at it because I didn't order anything. I was like, you can you ordered three dishes. I ordered zero. <laughs> like I'm going to look over here and pretend she did pay for her own food. Thank God. Did she make a thing about it? No. So we leave. Uh, and we're walking out of the parking lot. I'm thinking we're gonna say like bye then, and I'm like out of this, and I can like, just go home and pretend that I didn't make a terrible life choice. And she's like, so are you gonna fuck me? And I was like. Oh, uh, uh, and she's like, well, do you want me to suck your dick? And I'm like, oh yeah, most definitely. That's a very easy yes. <laughs> of course. And she's like, okay, follow me. So when she gets in her fucking Ford Mustang, what every fat Isn't girl Isn't it funny? Drives. Every guy would let a fat chick suck their dick, but... They're so great at it. <laughs> they're absolutely world champions. They're like the Ethiopians of sprinting, like at sucking dick. They're just so much better than everyone else. Uh... So I follow her to this like kids park and it's late at night. So we park in this little parking lot and we go up into like a wooden castle and we get out there and so she has a tongue ring. She's got a fat fucking face and she just, oh, oh, oh. so I'm like, yeah, dude. And like, I'm like, close my eyes and like focusing on how great it is. And I figure like, you know, a minute in, I could probably come like, let's uh, try real hard. And like, so she's doing that. And I guess she tasted like pre-cum cause she was like, all right, I want you to fuck me now. And I was like, oh, I totally would, but I don't have condoms. Which, like, I don't give a shit. But, like, <laughs> you should have been like, I'm really talented at coming and then being right up again and ready to go. So make me finish and then let's do that. That would have been much smarter because I actually can't get a boner for like 20 minutes after I come. No one can. <laughs> no, dude. Some dudes can come and keep fucking. Or they brag about and say they do, which I think. Why are they telling me that? Anyways. So. <laughs> so. Uh. So she's like, I want you to fuck me. And I'm like, well, I don't have any condoms. I don't, I don't want to do that. And she's like, oh, it's okay. I have some. And I was like, oh, you crafty whore. And so she like gets up 
like walks down, goes to her car, like opens the glove box and comes back with a condom. And so I'm like, well, you know. She's going to bust as fast as possible. No, I, I'm going to rip the condom when I put it on and be like, oh, I broke it. Oh, no. It's like, who has more than one emergency condom? So I go to put it on and I'm like, it's very obvious I'm trying to rip this thing. Because like, <laughs> condoms don't just break super easy. So I'm like, <laughs> like struggling with this thing. I'm like, all right, it's on. And then I go to put it I'm like, oh, fuck it, ripped. And she's like, it's okay. And pulls out a second one. I'm like, yeah, you bitch. Like, she knew. She fucking knew. And so since I actually don't ever wear condoms, my dick is not, like, super sensitive. And I jerk off way too much. So I put the condom on, and I don't have enough sensitivity to really feel where I'm going. Like, I, like I, I can tell that it's in somewhere, but, like, it's just warmer than it was a minute ago. And, like, it's just, like, a little more pressure. And so, like... I I go to like do that and then I'm like all right that's that'll work and then like I start doing it and like maybe ten pumps in I'm like oh yeah I could I could probably finish and then she goes well are you gonna put it in I'm like <laughs> wait what so, <laughs> so I lean back and I pull it like what I thought out and then I start to aim lower and she's like no not that hole and I'm like. Wait, if I just barely moved it down and that's your butthole, and I wasn't just in anything, what was I fucking? And I realized it's because she's laying on her back and her belly folds over. So I literally just had my dick in between the top of her pussy and the bottom of her fucking fupa. And like, Ted pumps in, I had already decided, like, yeah, I could for sure come. Like, I'll finish. <laughs> And she just thinks this is some oh. hip new teasing move. She's like, well, are you going to put it in? I'm like, ah, it's almost done. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I like come to the realization, I've just been fucking her sweaty fold. Like immediately my dick's like, oh no. <laughs> it just bails yeah. out completely. Yeah, I'm surprised I made it that far. <clears throat> I got up and left. Like I <laughs> just started putting my pants on. I was like, no, 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 no. Just walked away. Technically, you didn't fuck her then. No. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That sucks, but can you imagine? That's a no. I would never fuck a fat girl. I like with I any never wanted to until I did. Like I don't like it. Like enjoy it, but it's it's better than jerking off slightly. I disagree. Well, no, so, because, like, if you take them and, like... I'm very anti-fat chick. You just, like, plop it up there, and then you just kind of pound it for a minute until you're good. You don't have to worry about them or their feelings. They're grateful for you talking to them. Like, and if you're going to, you know, dump a load in them, they'll be like, oh, I'll definitely get an abortion because that means you'll talk to me again. <laughs> like, you might fuck me again if I get rid of this thing. Like, I'll take plan B, whatever. I'll take three of them. Oh, dude, did we talk about that? I'd rather die out? alone. Plan B only works to 177 pounds. Have we talked about this? No. Yeah. Look on the box. On the so, back of plan B, it caps out at 177 pounds. <laughs> yeah. You're going to take two. I guess. But you got to think about how weird that situation is. Picture me walking into Walgreens. <laughs> 11 a.m. on a Sunday. Hungover as shit. I'm in my sweatpants. I walk up to the counter. There's some old dude sitting behind there. And I go, hey, I need... Uh, Two plan B's. <laughs> Why? <laughs> if it's Stop if it's one up. load in the same girl, you only need is it two girls, two loads and two girls. Like, did they split it? Like, what happened? And he's got to have 
in his imagination, this is the coolest guy of all time. Like, he's coming in here like, yeah, dude, I'm fat and I need two plan Bs. <laughs> like, he's probably got, like, this, this story in his head, like, what a fucking pimp. Is this, like, Ron Jeremy in front of me? This fat legend must have a huge cock. You need some Magnum condoms as well? No, bro, because you don't pull out. That's why you needed the plan B. <laughs> and, like, then I have to, like, let him down and be like, oh, no, there's just a weight limit. <laughs> Telling a kid, like, in the same day, like, hey, this magical man brings you presents. Uh, also, there's no Santa. <laughs> like, just back to back. Like, bring their hopes up and crush them, dude. That's so crazy to think about. Yeah, that's a steep decline. <laughs> yeah! How insane is it, though? And they don't advertise that anywhere. Like, it's just in fine print on the back of the box. Like, hey, this doesn't work over 170. I'm going to post that. You know what's even crazier? If you think about the people that should be taking Plan B, it's po- everyone over 177 pounds. Like, <laughs> they should never reproduce, you fat fucks. Like, uh, any woman over 170 pounds, just. No. <laughs> yeah, if you can't fucking keep control of your own body, how are you supposed to control someone else's? Yeah. You wanna be pro choice? No, earn your choice. Yeah. <laughs> You don't get to choose. Your opinion doesn't count. Educate yourself. Way less. I wish you could outthink obesity. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like, I know enough facts now. I have abs. (laughs) (laughs) Because Reddit is way easier than the gym. Like, (laughs) I could lead news stories for hours, but I just, I don't want to do even one push-up. I do need a milkshake, though. Yeah, I'm pretty big into fitness and working out and stuff because I feel like it balances out being an unhealthy alcoholic degenerate. I, I disagree. Because your heart is getting exhausted from both. No, I'm exercise only... is very good for you. No, dude, it's stressful. No. The very first guy to run a marathon died. Okay, you're overworking yourself. I don't overwork myself. I'm not an athlete. Yeah, me either. That's why anything more than a flight of stairs is overworking myself. Well, you got to start there, and then you got to get to where you want to be. I am. Uh, I'm in <laughs> 2019 where we have elevators. <laughs> <laughs> and moving sidewalks, and Uber, and Lime, and Bird. I don't have to walk anywhere, dude. I'm sure there's a weight limit on Bird. I'll put two of them on, just like Plan B, dude. I'll hold two fucking scooters, bro. One lime, one bird. I don't care. Let's fucking go. That would be very funny. Well, it makes me feel like I'm not destroying my body. Yeah, and that's what's important. If you are happy with it, then do that. Although that's a scary permission to give someone because if you like fucking kids, I wouldn't be like, well, if you're happy with that, do that. Well, no, it goes to the whole Also, thing. I want this to be not edited out. I'm going on record <laughs> saying, Eli, don't fuck children. So if it ever comes out that you fuck kids, I said don't do it. <laughs> well, I think it's a standard libertarian view of, uh, you know, do whatever you want as long as it's not hurting anyone else. Yeah. Well, what if they come? <laughs> like, like, the kids. What? <laughs> like, it's like the opposite of hurting someone is making them come. So, like, or what if they're just like a little freak? <laughs> like, spank me. Like, you know? Oh, like a consenting eight year old? Yeah. I think that's a thing. <laughs> Ooh, 
See, and that's where I think... I think there's plenty of kids who fucked old dudes at eight and grew up to be gay, and they were like, yeah, that dude was awesome. See, and like, that's... Milo Yiannopoulos said, or Milo or whatever, said something about it. He was like, I think it's good when uh, young, questioning gay children have relationships with older men. They can teach them, show them the ropes and stuff, and... Uh, you know, if it wasn't for Father Gregory, I wouldn't have been the man I am today or something. And he was just supporting pedophilia, and then they banned uh, him from the country. Yeah. Or from speaking or something. So I think, like, there is some something interesting about what he's saying. Because it goes back to what I was saying before about how, like, gay guys want to fuck a lot more. Because, like, guys just want to fuck a lot more. And if guys are both half of the equation, they're going to want to fuck more. I think that makes sense. Like, logically. So, like, I remember at even as young as, like, 9 and 10 years old, finding, like, my teachers attractive and, like, finding other girls attractive. Like, I remember distinctly, like, third grade, the girl I had a crush on went to the cotillion dance with another dude, and I was, like, legitimately upset. Like, so, like, I for sure I think would I would have fucked her if I could. I, would, I, would, I right? thought sex was scary when I was a kid. I thought porn was, like, fucked up and weird. Like, I think if I was, a, like, a 12-year-old and an older, hot woman tried to fuck me, or not, 12 is too old, probably, like, 8, 9, and a, and a hot, older woman tried to fuck me, I'd probably be traumatized by that. Exactly. So that's, like, when you wouldn't give your consent. But if I'm, like, 11 or 12 and an older, hot woman tries to fuck me, sorry, I like to tap. If I'm, like, 11 or 12 and an older, hot woman tries to fuck me, like, I'm going to say yes. I want to do that. Right? Like, if I'm 14 and I'm a freshman in high school and the hottest senior, I remember. Yeah, the older you get. When I was a freshman in high school, there was a girl who was a senior named Morgan Banner. And she had. Was she hot? The best ass. Like, in my brain, it still registers as the best ass, even though, like, I'm sure there are many. I've never met an ugly Morgan. Every Morgan I've ever met is super hot. Uh, I know two fat ones. I don't want to meet them. Yeah, I'll ruin your life. But, uh, but so. Was hot as fuck. Uh, if at 14 she had walked up to me and been like, uh, hey, I want to fuck you, I would have probably came in my pants immediately and then like waited the 20 minutes and then tried to do her. Like there's no way you could tell me I wasn't like not only a super consenting but like eagerly, like actively seeking it. So like there's got to be some weird gray area in there and I think with like – you should have a jury. It, it just would be very interesting. A jury agree on a sexual relationship. Uh, no, because people are fallible. And, like, if you had a jury weighing in on a relationship, they could be, like, eight racist people. You'd be like, we don't like it because it's interracial. And just not say that. And well, then, and then you're it's better to not allow than to over-allow. You think so? Yeah, there should definitely be less guys fucking kids. There should be less guys fucking kids, but as far as regulation goes, I don't think you should more err on the side of... More people get rejected. I, I just think that, like, we need to have a better understanding of what people, like, think. Because I think that, like, we all agree that we want pedophilia to stop. And we want people that want to fuck kids to not fuck kids. So, like, then we need to figure out what is all going on in that... Like brain space, like what? What's well, the same thing as being gay? It's just you're attracted to who you're attracted to. And, and I think that there is technically a, you're attracted to kids first. First girl I wanted to bang was twelve. I was twelve too. But. Exactly, and so like, I, and I think that's what makes it different than gay. I think that 
pedophilia is more on the side of fetishism where like, you know, some people like have like weird relationships when they were kids. And so they have, oh my God, dude, there's a bar here called the bullet. And like in a couple Saturdays, they have their diaper fetish night where they invite all the dudes that have, we should go there and make fun of it for sure. But, uh, so they have like a diaper fetish night. I'm so obsessed with the concept of pedophilia just because it's like literally the worst thing. Yeah. It's the worst thing. And, but it's not the same as gay. It's worse than being a terrorist. It is. Because the fucking manager at the Moment Hotel said Bin Laden was hot. But no one has ever been like... Jared from Subway. Jared is a smoke show. Yeah. Well, there's actually this really good looking actor who was arrested for child porn. I don't know his name. He was uh, he was on some. Like, Wasn't like the lead singer of the Lost Prophets pretty decent looking? I don't and he know fucked that, that infant. What? Yeah, dude. And there's disgusting transcripts of it. It's fucked up, dude. I'm gonna not. You don't know about one. the Lost Prophets? No. Standing on the rooftops, everybody screaming, hard out. How are we gonna sign this one out? Uh, I'm gonna sing Lost Prophets, obviously. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs>